the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Uh, I don't have a way of uh, surveying you or surveilling you, um, but I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to make a bet that sometime over the last mm, four or five days, uh, you've heard this. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up. And it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world. With an old soul. These rich men know the rich men. Lord knows it all. Just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know. But I know that you do. That is uh, Oliver Anthony. He is a folk singer and a really good one. And his anthem, Rich Men North of Richmond, has so far uh, been viewed on YouTube well more than a million times. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what happens to Oliver Anthony because to this point, he has just been a... Typical, frustrated, disadvantaged American living in rural America, uh, confining his laments to nothing more um, powerful than a song. Except that this song, because of the fact that it mined something in the spirit of people like him, people who have been or feel overlooked, uh, disadvantaged, marginalized, labeled. How much power will this song have? I expect that this will become one of those songs that plays at Republican political rallies, which I get, but I also have to acknowledge sort of undermines the uh, organic power of what Oliver Anthony is doing when he sings without accompaniment, without a professional microphone, just filming himself on his phone and releasing his songs on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you can download this song. I suppose eventually you'll be able to. Uh, My guess is Oliver Anthony is going to become uh, a very wealthy man off this song, which I think is great. But there again, if he does become anointed by uh, those for whom he speaks through his music? Does that cheapen what he does and how he does it? I had to stop the song where I did because there are a few words in it that uh, some people might find objectionable, and as it concerns me, uh, most importantly, the FCC would find it objectionable. But why does a song like this become 
one that Dan Bongino plays on his show, that presidential candidates at the Iowa State Fair are talking about, that has been uh, viewed over one million times on YouTube? Well, because I saw a story Friday. Suicide rates in the United States are at an all-time high. Suicide rates in the United States are at an all-time high. See, I thought Bidenomics was working great. Uh, I thought we were building an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. We also see videos. How many times a week do you think you see a video on social media or on the news of smash and grab robberies? The ones you're seeing over the last few days are from a Nordstrom store in Los Angeles where you have 50 people or thereabouts all dressed in black, all with masks, busting into a Nordstrom and taking purses and, you know, anything they can grab their hands on. Store security can't stop them. In fact, how many times have you seen stories where people have intervened to prevent shoplifting and the people who intervened are either A, arrested and charged for intervening, Or the stores where they work fire them. Or you hear district attorneys, state attorneys, somebody say, you know, we don't want people to intervene in situations like this. We have this very same mindset here in Columbus. I've heard from numerous Columbus police officers that they've been told in meetings by CPD leadership if not Elaine Bryant, then certainly Lashana Potts, the assistant chief of police, that property crimes in Columbus don't matter. Well, I'll tell you who they matter to, the people whose property is being taken or stolen or damaged or vandalized. These are the people, the people who pay their bills, work hard, save their money, parent their kids. These are the people who are victimized by crimes that our authorities have deemed victimless. There are no victimless crimes. There's no such thing, okay? When there's a crime, there's a victim. And we've gravitated to a point in our culture where we pity the criminal. We act as if circumstances beyond the control of the criminal have caused the criminal to engage in criminal behavior that circumstances beyond the control of the criminal have pushed the criminal so far that they have no recourse except to loot, except to vandalize, except to wreak havoc in our society in some way, shape, or form. And when you get a group of people together doing this all at once, then it becomes, don't you dare say, an unruly mob or the mayor of Chicago will caution you that we are not raising in Chicago baby Al Capones, that these kids have to be not punished, but understood. This double standard, this enslavement to lunacy is why Oliver Anthony's song strikes a chord with people around the country who may not even like twangy folk music may not have anything in common even with Oliver Anthony politically. Because the one thing you know, and this was proven by Ron DeSantis sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. This is proven by Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, 
going on TV now saying, hey, you know, we need some help here in New York City. We're overrun. This is proof now when the mayor of Boston says a few months ago, no, I think sanctuary cities are a great idea. And if leadership of cities around the United States of America wants to be a sanctuary city for illegal migrants, that's fantastic. And then last week says, this has become unsustainable here in our city. We can't deal with this. We need help. These are all reasons why Oliver Anthony's haunting song speaks for myriad Americans who aren't all flag-waving, gun-toting, MAGA-hat-wearing Trump fans, but are also suburban moms in major U.S. cities who just like to be able to walk into a department store and sample makeup, perfume, find a new purse, find a new dress, without having to worry about hammer-wielding thugs breaking into the store while they're there, smashing display cases, splattering shards of glass all over the place, and maybe stealing their purse in commission of a crime that looks like one of those flash mobs we used to have, only now the flash mobs go in and instead of dancing in a choreographed fashion, they pull off a collective felony robbery of that store. This is not what life in America, this is not what life in any civilized society is supposed to look like. This is not what life can look like if we are to be a serious country and a serious people. There can be no order in a country where the southern border is wide open, where the president's son takes millions of dollars from a foreign country, can't afford child support for the child he created in a sexual liaison he doesn't even remember in his drug-addled stupor, and empty-headed morons on national television continue to say, well, there's nothing here that ties any of this to Joe Biden, except for the fact, of course, that not a single dollar gets sent to Hunter Biden unless his father is Joe Biden and unless Hunter Biden can provide access to his father. Yeah, except for that, there's nothing tying him to it. These are all among the reasons why Oliver Anthony can stand in a forest in North Carolina, play his guitar, and sing a song that captivates the attention and tugs at the emotions of Americans across a broad spectrum of demographics. So, will it change anything? Doubtful. Very doubtful. But it certainly speaks for a ton of people. So it's interesting to me that uh, Oliver Anthony's song, Rich Men North of Richmond, has been downloaded more than a million times. Uh, He's just a pretty simple guy. He's not married. He lives uh, on uh, rural farmland with his three dogs. Uh, And he says in a nine-minute video uploaded to YouTube that this is no Dr. Phil episode, but that he had 
whiled away his days uh, getting drunk, getting high, wasn't getting anywhere doing that, thought he would pour his heart out in his music, and he certainly has done that. Uh, He says, the universal thing I see is that it's like no matter how hard people push and how much effort they put into whatever it is they're doing, they just can't, can't, excuse me, they just can't quite get ahead because the dollar's not worth enough, it's being overtaxed, people are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Well, I don't know if they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Because there's a very good possibility that the policies that have put people into the position where Oliver Anthony's song can resonate with them, that those policies will be affirmed by the 2024 presidential election. Joe Biden has ruined the southern border. Uh, We have... I would call it the promise of a future domestic terrorist attack, if not orchestrated by, then certainly carried out by some terrorists who have come across our southern border illegally. That's a matter of time. That's a ticking time bomb. It will explode at some point in time. It will claim American lives. It will not be attributed to Joe Biden because, of course, this national media that all you have to do is listen to him interact on the Hunter Biden scandal to know that they're going to do everything they can, including lying straight to your face, to absolve Joe Biden of any blame for any of his policies. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary, it's either today or tomorrow, of the fall of Kabul. Has anyone resigned because of what happened with our impotent withdrawal from Afghanistan? No, of course not, because no one in government has the personal integrity to resign because of their failures that resulted in chaos during the Afghan withdrawal. Has Joe Biden demanded anyone resign? Has the media demanded anyone resign? No, of course not. And no one has. Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, all the generals, they're all still there. So the fact that we can see the brave faces of 13 American service personnel blown to bits at the Kabul airport by a suicide bomber, and no one loses their job over it, we can watch Afghan citizens trying to clamor over razor wire, handing their babies up to U.S. Marines so that hopefully that baby will be taken to America because the chances of that person who translated or worked with Americans during our 20 years in Afghanistan, they're not going to get anything for their loyalty. They're going to be left behind to be butchered by the Taliban. Yet, would you bet now against Joe Biden being reelected? Would you bet now? given the results of the polls on the Republican side with Donald Trump way ahead and him likely getting his fourth indictment, this one from Atlanta, Georgia, by the end of this week, would you bet now that Donald Trump's going to be your president, that Joe Biden won't be your president, or that Kamala Harris won't be your president, or that Gavin Newsom won't be your president? I wish I was that confident. If you're totally confident of that, I wish I was that confident. There's no denying that our culture is in a state of freefall. There's no denying that Biden's policies don't work. There's no denying that he lies to you day in and day out. Just last week, oh, I regret calling it the Inflation Reduction Act. That's his regret? He regrets calling it the Inflation Reduction Act? He doesn't regret that it contributed to inflation that is crippling American families. He doesn't regret being at most, at worst, rather, inauthentic with the American public, at worst, just flat out lying to them by labeling it a policy that would have anything to do with reducing inflation. Those aren't the things that he regrets. He regrets the label he put on it. 
There's no integrity in this guy. There's no acumen in this guy. There's oftentimes, certainly not before 2 o'clock in the afternoon, any energy in this guy. And yet he's right there with a potential to be reelected. How long can a culture survive? How long can a country survive if we don't exact consequences for a poor performance? If we're so enslaved to our political ideologies that we can't admit when our side is wrong or is failing. And you can say, oh, yeah, preach it, Bruce. You're talking about the Democrats. I'm talking about both parties. I'm talking about both parties, okay? I say this all the time. I'll say it on the night of the presidential debate, August the 23rd. I hope to be out and about among you at an event someplace. Might have details on that coming up here in the next few days. I know, and I, I've spoken at enough places that I know the pushback I'm going to get when I say Donald Trump is the candidate most likely to lose as the Republican nominee for president in 2024. If you're somebody who's listened to Oliver Anthony's song, if you're somebody who says, yeah, go tell him. When I talk about the failures at the southern border, when I talk about the failures of our economy, when I talk about Biden lying, when I talk about the Biden crime family and the fact that media people won't acknowledge that 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 what we know already about Joe Biden's involvement in this scandal, that he called during dinner meetings that Hunter Biden had with his business associates, that Biden attended dinners with these business associates, that one of these associates wired Hunter Biden three point five million dollars. What we know already should be enough to get Joe Biden to resign or be impeached. And yet, you're so loyal? Or is it blind to to Donald Trump's demeanor that you're going to vote for him to the exclusion of even listening to any other Republican candidates? I just don't get it. The presidency is too powerful. It is the only possible way that we can staunch the bleeding that we are suffering as a nation now is to win the presidency in 2024. That's the only way. It's the only way. We've got a House that's kind of a annoyance to Joe Biden now. It can investigate. It can't indict. It can't bring Hunter Biden to justice for his crimes. It can't bring Joe Biden to justice for his crimes, not without a Senate confirming it. There's no chance of that happening with the Democrats in control of the Senate. You have to have the presidency. And so if you just want to while away your days complaining, belly aching, listening to Oliver Anthony's haunting song and say, yeah, he's right, but not be open-minded enough to consider other candidates than one who's already lost, well, hard for me to feel sorry for you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.